SoWin TV presents. SoWin TV presents. Faith and hope with sweet tea and sass, encouraging couples to reconnect with God and with each other so they can live their happily ever after, too. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Sweet Tea and Sass. So for this month, like we said last week, we're going to be speaking on loyalty, what it means to be loyal. Last week, we talked about being loyal to yourself. Well, this week, we're going to talk about being loyal to each other as a couple and -hmm. what that means. And how difficult that is to do when you first get married and and that kind of stuff that comes along. So this this week's uh, Bible verse for loyalty as a couple is Ephesians 5.21. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. So. So you said in the last episode that loyalty, another word for loyalty is devotion. Right. So being devoted to your to one, spouse, loyalty. Because I think in our English language, we think of loyalty as, um, as you know, like not having an affair or something like that. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. And it that goes so far beyond that. Right. It's, it's, it's way beyond, it's, it's way beyond just not having an affair. It's, it's. Your every thought, your every desire, your every, your every everything you do is for your spouse. Everything should, everything you, sh- everything you do is supposed to be for your spouse. You want what's best for them. You want what they want. Right. Yeah, and that's that's hard to do because we're selfish people. Yep. I mean, you know, we just are born selfish. You think about an infant. They're all about them. Yeah. Feed me now, change my diaper now, rock me now, hug me now, leave me alone now. You know, they are it's all about them, especially boy, once they get to be two. Oh my goodness. And they start talking. No. Yeah. Do it myself. I mean, at least that's what ours were like. Yeah. But you can control that. Our son had a shirt that said, uh, Monday, I think my name is No No. <laughs> so many times. It was just, ugh. but, you know, we're born with that selfish desire. Part of that is one, sin. Well, uh, yeah, mo- all of it's sin, but also part of it is survival. Yeah. You know, an infant says, feed me now, change me now, because they're surviving. They're, right. they're, you know, I need to grow. I need to, I need to learn. I need, you know, they're constantly. I need, I need, I need. I, 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 that's, and that's where it comes in. Right. I. Learning, learning to. So last week we talked about being loyal to yourself, which means being I, being loyal to I, me, myself. But not only that. And who God made you to be. Right. But not only that, once you figure out who you are, it's easier to be loyal to your spouse. And being loyal to your spouse as a couple enhances your 
should enhance your marriage. It should enhance everything that you are as a couple, because once you become a couple and you become loyal to each other, you become one. Right. And then you can be loyal to just one, which is you together. Right. As a, as a, as a single unit, right. as one person. And, you know, I think for us, you know, we've talked about, you know, you going in the military, but that, that was a decision we made together. We made together, but it wasn't necessarily something I wanted. I mean, it wasn't necessarily something I was like, oh yeah, I want to be a military spouse. I want you to, you know, well, you know, when I, when we had the commercial that said, you know, you're going to, you know, go in the reserves and it's, you know, one, one weekend. weekend a month and two weeks every summer. Yeah. Well, that's not true, but you know, I, I didn't, it's not really what I wanted, but I knew it was what you wanted and I knew that you wanted it to make, not at a selfish gain, but to make our bed, our family better. Yes. So I wanted it for you. It, it was a way for me to continue to be loyal to the family. Right. Because it was a way as the provider for the family. That's next week's episode. But, yeah. Okay. Family loyalty. Yeah. But even then, it was a decision we made as a couple. So we were loyal to each other in that thought process and that in the way that we were discussing everything to make it happen. Right. As, as a better for us as a couple, better for our family as a whole. Right. And, you know, I mean, I don't think you ever set out to go, you know what I'm, you know, when you told me when we got to Michigan and you'd finally done your training and gotten mm -hmm. to captain and you know was we're making decent money after we put you through school and everything right. you said i don't want you to have to work anymore right i want you to do whatever you want to do and i said i don't know what i want to do and you said well take a class and i'm like i don't know what class i want to take and you said basket weaving i was that's not me i'm not a basket weaver but no. you know no and he knew that but he was encouraging me to go and find what I loved, what I wanted to do. And at the time, did you think, oh, well, that's going to go all the way to a doctorate degree? No. And I'm going to pay for it? Nope. <laughs> but it didn't matter. But it, yeah, because you wanted what I want. Right. For me. Right. Individually. She didn't know she wanted to be a doctor either. I don't even know why I did that because I've never really practiced and I don't use it. But I mean, I use it for us and for the family. I only treat my family because they can't see me. So, but it really wasn't my, well, Excuse are me. we boring you today? <laughs> no. Excuse us. No. I told you I was extra sassy. So, you know, you know, I, I didn't, I don't think. Sometimes being loyal to your spouse doesn't mean you get what you want. No. Because often... Being loyal to your spouse is a way for you to ensure that your spouse gets what they want. Right. And if what they want it falls in line with what you want as a couple, then that will make things that much better. Right. But, you know, you're not always, I mean, you know, you didn't always want me to go to class at night no, and be away from the family. No, but, but that's, that's when the class was. That's when I wasn't busy with the kids and the family and other things that needed to be done during the day. Right. 
um, you didn't want me to sequester myself in, in our bedroom to study for hours on end when I had finals coming up. But that, you know, that's what I did when I was going, when I was going through my training and all with the Air Force, I would sequester myself to the room after being gone to work all day, sequester myself to, you know, make things happen. But Right. And that's not always what you want for your, your, as a couple or what you want as a family, but it is what's necessary to get to where you want to be. And right. And I, and, you know, I, and I, I said this in our in our class, we teach a class at, at our church on Tuesday nights. And I said this in our class last week. I just remembered that, you know, when we went through our premarital counseling and our whole big, you know, three two, days, two weeks that we planned our wedding, we did get in the premarital counseling, at least most of it. But I, re, I, I don't know why I remember this, but I vividly remember the pastor asking me, why do you want to marry him? What, what, what is your reason for marrying him? And in my 18 year old brilliance that I had at the time. Her wisdom. Oh yes. My 18 year old <laughs> wisdom. I was so, so wise, not, um, no idea what the world was about. I was fixing to learn. Neither was, neither did I. No, but we, we learned, but, um, the hard way, like we learn everything, <laughs> but you know, I, my response to him in my 18 year old wisdom was, well, if there's a cake, I want him to have the bigger piece, you know, and our class went, oh, and I was like, eh. you know, I, it was just my way of saying, I want him to have the best. I want the best for him. And if that means he's going to go away to military training for six months, then if that's what's best for him and his desire, then that's what I want for him. And I don't remember what your answer was. I don't Probably like, yeah, what she said. But <laughs> you did the same for me. I mean, there were many times when I had a job that I needed to go to conferences and I needed to mm -hmm. go, you know, and it wasn't necessarily our trainings and things. And it wasn't necessarily what you wanted me to be gone for a weekend and not be home with you and the, and the kids, but it was what I wanted to do. Yep. And you knew that that's what really fed my spirit was going to those conferences mm -hmm. and those trainings and being with other women. And, and I didn't know then that God was leading me down that path to women's ministry and speaking and and writing books but you know that was all part of his plan yep and so you know it's really desiring for your spouse what they desire for themselves yes now if we've had a cake and over this 38 years i don't get the big piece anymore. have i always given you the big no not necessarily <laughs> but I always do want depends what's on, best it, for you. It depends on the cake as to whether or not I get a big slice or a, a small slice. Because we don't really like the same cakes. No, we don't. Yeah. The one cake that I have my my biggest weakness is is Mississippi mud. Mississippi mud. And oh, it's loaded with sugar, folks. And he's diabetic. And I'm a diabetic. So, but then again, that brings me to a point. Something I've been working on, hopefully I'm getting there. I'm not there. 
but I have to keep reminding myself because he's a diabetic and because I have that doctor degree, I know what the results of that are. I know if you don't control your blood sugar, if you don't take care of yourself, I know where that's going to lead. And I don't want to be a widow or I don't want you to, you know, be missing a leg. Right. And us not be able to ride a motorcycle. That would oh, be still horrible. Let's do it. don't ride with you not having a leg. It's called false leg. It yeah. still works. Uh, yeah. Okay. Whatever. But I have started reminding myself when he, as our son's birthday was a week or so ago, and or I last indulged month, in a piece of cake. He is indulged in more than one piece of Mississippi mud. And I'm like, you don't need to have, you don't need. And then I stop and I have to say, I'm not the food police. Yep. I'm your wife. I'm not the food police. That's not something you told me. You have never said to me, hey, you're not the food police. Don't no. tell me what to do. No. But it's something that I realized that I am doing that is not helping him. Because he doesn't respond to guilt and negative messages. Never have. And I say, you know, I just say, you know, out loud, I, you know, I'm not the food police. I'm your wife. That lets him know, I'm not going to nag you about this, but I really wish you wouldn't indulge in something that's that bad for you. Yep. And it's my piece that I got went from something like this to something like that. Just enough to get that sugar craving under control. Chocolate. Yep. Chocolate, his weakness. Chocolate. But, you know, I mean, there's just, you know, and and you know that if you try to nag me or pressure me or push me to do something. She's just going to dig her heels in. I'm just going to get, I'm going to go from sass to I ain't moving, stubborn, bullheaded Cajun. Yep. And you cannot get a stubborn, bullheaded Cajun to move where like a donkey. Yep. I remember my grandma used to say, I'm not going to die. I'm going to turn into a, a old gray mule and kick people. <laughs> Still looking for that old gray mule. I'm looking for, I'm sure she's out there somewhere and she has given somebody a heck of a hard time. <laughs> and that's who I'm like. I'm like her. And so you just don't, don't tell me what to do. Yeah. I have to so back to you. Back on, back on. Once or twice back onto loyalty and what it means to be loyal as a couple there's one of the best ways you can be loyal to your couple is to pray for your spouse yes and let them hear you pray yes pray out loud not only not only is it a priority for you as an individual to pray for you yourself and your needs but it's also something that you need to do for your spouse and they need to hear you pray for them out loud because that lets them know that one, you're still there. You're still supporting who they are as an individual. You're still supporting their needs and desires and wants. And God will hear those prayers and will answer those prayers. Yes. Not necessarily today or tomorrow. Sometimes he says no. Sometimes he says maybe. But when he does answer them in whatever way is within his will, then you know and your spouse knows that there's true loyalty there and I can 
I can depend on this individual to be there to support me and to back me and right. catch me when I fall. And How many years did it take me to get to there? I think it was somewhere around 20. Eight. 20. Eight. 20. Eight. <laughs> I remember specifically, I was, I was watching Dr. Phil in Michigan when I was going through all this stuff with my family going through my journey of beauty rising from brokenness. I know I keep mentioning my book. Y'all need to buy it. So anyway, um, you know, come see us live and I'll sign it for you. But um, Live in Tampa. In Tampa, in Miami, in Arizona. And we're going to be in Arizona just next week. So, you know, we're going to be twice. So two weeks, two weeks. So anyway, um, but I remember him say, because I was, just this horrible green-eyed monster. Oh my goodness, you see these brown eyes. They can go green in a minute. And um, and I'm not saying that they still don't, but I specifically remember him saying, you are not afraid of him leaving you. You are afraid that you won't be okay if that's his choice. And I was like, Wow. Because I had all of this stuff from childhood, childhood abandonment from my father, abandonment issues with my my mother taking me away and leaving me in daycare and and my grandfather passing away and he was the the father figure in my life and and so I had all these these you know these men who had left me, abandoned me. So I didn't think men could be trusted to stay, period. And we had been married 18 years. I believe it was 18 years. And I had this green-eyed monster. I mean, I'm telling you guys, I will tell you, and, and ladies, you can resonate with this, or guys, you might resonate with this. I would drive by his work to be sure his truck was in the parking lot, that he wasn't lying to me about being at work and somewhere else. That's how much distrust and jealousy I had, not of him, but of men in general. And when I heard that on Dr. Phil, which I don't endorse Dr. Phil and I don't listen to him anymore, but that was a time in my life when I was trying to figure out who you were. I was trying to heal. I yep. just was so broken. So, so broken. God uses everything. And I was, I just wanted to heal. I just wanted to be healed. And so I was looking everywhere. I was in counseling and watching and do it, you know, watching Joyce Myers, watching Dr. Phil, reading five books at one time, trying to trying to find healing because I was so desperately wanting to be healed and free. And um he, he said that and I went, he's right. I don't trust me to be okay if he chooses, because I can't choose for him. He gets to choose. I can't choose. For him to stay with me, that's my desire, but I can't make that choice for him. He has to get up and make that choice every day himself. Just like I have to get up and choose to stay with him every day. It's a choice. And some if he so knows some days it's a hard choice. But if he chooses that, you know, I don't want to do this anymore, I'm out. I have to figure out how I'm going to be okay. I have to figure out how I'm going to do this how i'm going to be okay with him making that choice right 
And I don't, I don't know how I would. I don't know. I just know that I can. I just know that I can be okay. I can take care of me. And that was, I think that was instrumental in that time because that was the time I was going through beauty rising from brokenness. And I needed to come to the to the um conclusion that I was okay with my family making the decision to walk away and not be part of our life. Right. And that was hard. And I remember specifically telling you after my mother had made that choice and my stepdad, my aunts and uncles, I said, I can't lose my sister. If I lose my sister, it will kill me. And I had to be okay with her making that choice too. Yep. And so I would be devastated. I would be a wreck. I don't know what I would do or where I would go, but I have to figure out how to make me okay with somebody else's choices, with your choices. And learning that learning that uh, loyalty is is um, something that is is earned. Yeah, it's it's not so easily freely given. It's something that you have to earn, and by the choices you make each day, allows your spouse to make the choice to be loyal to you. Right. And, and if you can learn to be loyal to yourself then you can, and because you're loyal to yourself and the choices that you make allow you to do what is best for your spouse, that allows them to make the choice of being loyal to you as well. Right, right. And and knowing that I can trust you not to, not to betray me, not right. to walk away, not to make a different choice. Um, you know, and that, that comes, well, for me, it came with time. Right. You know, and I don't, I mean, how much time would he have to put in? You know, how much time are, you know, 38 years, am I going to trust you now? You know, I don't drive by, well, you don't go to work anymore. I don't work anymore. Well, we're at work now. I quit. Yes, this is true. But yeah, I quit. I quit doing that because what am I going to do if his truck's not there? Go hunt him down and make a scene? Yeah, that's probably what I would have done. But, I mean, I can't make him make a different choice. Right. I can't make his choices for him, and he can't make my choices for me. I had we, just can only, to, we can only hope that the choices that we make individually are in line with the hopes and desires of your spouse. Right. And in choosing, and that's, loyalty is a choice. Yep. Devotion, loyalty, it's a choice. Yep. You get up every day and you make a choice. And as long as you are making that choice to be in reverence with your spouse, in reverence with God and submitting to the way Christ wants you to submit toward each other and toward him, then that will in turn make your relationships that much stronger. Yeah. So this has been another week of sweet tea and sass. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on at theclamengroup.com. You can find us at Married by Design. And, and there's a booking link down there. You can just make a, an appointment on our calendar yep. just to talk to us. If you want to. We're not going to say, hey, you got to pay us this much before you call us. Or No, we just, if you need to talk to us, you can send us an instant message. We have that all the time. Yep. We get instant messages for people on 
you know, asking us questions all the time. And, and you know, you, we're going to be honest with you. We'll tell you what it is, bottom line up front. Right. But, you know, we're not here to, you know, we're not here to make a buck. We're not I here mean, to sugarcoat it either. We're going to nope. be honest with you right up front. And it, it, it it's a business. I'm not going to lie to you. It is a business. We do coaching and everything as a business. But we have a free discovery call that you can just call and chat with us. And figure out if it's going to work for you. And you don't even have to chat with both of us. If you ladies just want to call me, reach out to me. Yep. You want to call him, guys, reach out to him. If you just need a sounding board. That's exactly. What, that's what we're here for. Yep. We're here. It's a biz ministry is what I call it. It's a business and a ministry. And the ministry part is much more important than the business part. Yep. So. Until next week, folks. Love y'all. Bye. Bye-bye. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on SoulWin, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. SoulWin women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on SoulWin, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. SoulWin women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now.